and welcome to the movie podcast review of Armageddon Time. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I am joined by my other uh, survivors of the Armageddon, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jay. How about you? You know, I'm doing fantastic as well. Um, I don't want to talk about the weather. But I will talk no, about because it's an Armageddon outside. It so is it's an Armageddon, just a collapsed sun in our in our midst. Right I'm now. a little upset. This movie wasn't a sequel to Armageddon by Michael Bay. It's it, you know it could have been. We just <laughs> it could have been a prequel as well. <laughs> we don't know. It could have been. It a does prequel. take place before it, right? So it, it could does. have been a prequel to it. The the yeah. setup for what this is going to be is a really long process. Then to get to Armageddon yeah, and eight. And very different. You know, it's like the ending of uh, what was that Robert Pattinson movie? Oh, that, remember uh, me. That's it. It's like the ending. You're like, oh, it's a, this is what this movie this is into. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, there is like a spaceship in this movie if you think about it. So we're kind of kind of there. Sure. It takes I place. Agree. That sequence. Remember that sequence in the movie? It takes place in um, Men in Black, the the World's Fair. There is a sequence that takes place in the World's Fair, which is. Oh, yes. The World's Fair. Yeah. Yes. Men in Black. Absolutely. And that other voice you're hearing. And if you're looking at us on YouTube, seeing is Anthony. Anthony, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm here and I'm ready to review this movie. I want to first shout out, we all have our new mics now. You guys have caught up to me. You guys realize this is the mic game that we need to have. And mm. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing here. I mean, Daniel, you've got, you've got your mic going on. Anthony, you've got yours. How do you guys like your mic so far? The mics are great. I'm so glad that, you know, Shay, uh, Shay thought of this idea of like, hey, let's all get new mics right yeah, now. I paved the uh, way. It was all it was all Shabazz's idea, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I'm I'm just uh I'm I'm happy that uh, we're all you know kind of unified mic wise because like when we're here recording, we all have the same mics. Um, and then when we're remote, then we all have uh, the same mics too. So quality wise, we have a very high, very high bar for quality on the movie podcast. So it's nice to uh, to have that. We're not sponsored by Elgato in any way. But if Elgato, if you would love to sponsor us, you know, we you will, know email is in the description. We will accept. Yes. <laughs> I really, I really like the quality of these mics compared to our blue mics, but just, it just feels so much better to be free. You know, this is, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the, the, the blue is just you always felt like you had to be really close to it. This one is like pointed at your mouth and it just works yeah. well. We have the whole, I like I personally have the whole setup. So it's just all professional for our audience. We always thinking about you guys, make sure that the audience gets the best voice we can possibly give. And here we are. And here we are. And here we are. We just got to get Anthony to fill up his shelf. That's all we got to yeah, do now. Anthony, fill up your shelf. That's all we got to do. Get it to a yeah. point where it doesn't have one house you, on there or two houses. You know, I, I was thinking of like four or Three. five books, but then the mic and all this stuff cost to, took that cost away. But it will, you know, there's Christmas around the corner. And right, true. You know, I'll just take out a loan. I heard the interest rates have gone up this week. So banks are very That's generous good. too. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what, what the good thing is, I mean, that we're all, we have great audio. That means that going into next year, we're getting so close to 2023. Anthony, I believe you're almost in 2024. Uh, we're going in with a bigger budget, with better effects, better lighting, everything. So this is not just a podcast anymore. This is a full show experience. This is like 40X at this point. I think we're going it's to a whole, uh 
it's a whole audio visual experience. You know, you've heard of IMAX, you've heard of Dolby Atmos, you've heard of Dolby Vision. What's now you're called? in the movie podcast. We're in the movie podcast. Oh, that's that's we're our own. That's it. That's all it. you need to know. We're, we're, you're in yeah. the TMP uh, U, which is a TMP, a TMP zone. T- yeah, TMP zone. <laughs> isn't that the, the new Timpu? Timpu? <laughs> yeah, I don't like that actually. Also, I don't like it, man. Toronto University that we just have now as well. TMU. Hey, man. Hey, you know TMU, Toronto Man's University. Toronto Man's University. Well, you know yeah, what? Speaking it. of university, you can learn a lot about the movie podcast every single Monday and throughout the week. We drop review episodes, interviews as well. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterbox, MySpace, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We, we are. We're everywhere. You don't want us to be sometimes as well. And while you're while we're there, and while you're there looking at us, maybe leave us a five star review on either apple podcasts spotify email us the the subject matter could be five stars and the message could just be five star emojis and we will accept that as well we accept it all we're we're happy with anything we just want you to write into the show and you know just i think the biggest thing is i was going to make a joke but i'm like no i'm going to go for i'm going to go for the sentimental card we just want to have a great community of movie and show lovers like that's all we want here and we we have that already we do let's keep let's keep it growing let's make the family bigger you know, yes, we want and more. You can, you can email we want more us children of the movie podcast. More what? <laughs> now we sound like a, now we sound like a cult. We are. We're children of the corn. Children of the yeah. pod. No cult here. No, no, no. cult. <laughs> email us at hello at moviepodcast.ca and you can join our discord as well we're having some great conversations. Um, question of the week. And on top of that, we're always talking about just all the different shows that are kind of happening right now. I think I should open up some more channels of new shows that are starting. So we got to look into what everyone's kind of watching right now as well. But our show notes down below have all that information as well. This episode is sponsored by Mubi. And Mubi is a great streaming service for watching all those movies that you kind of were like, oh, I've always wanted to see this movie, but I don't know where to find it. Guarantee you look at Mubi, you'll probably find what it is you're looking for. And if you want to sign up for Mubi, you can go to movie.com slash the movie podcast. That's M-U-B-I.com slash the movie podcast. And you get 30 days for free. You guys are watching movie. You guys are loving movie. Aren't, are you guys not? Yeah, we do. It's it's awesome. It's it's literally, like you said, Shay, it's that streaming service that you'll go just to discover just an entire world of movies that you may have heard about or you've been wanting to see or something that's been on your, you know, your watch list for a long time. And it's, it's great. And I think the thing that we love and we'll, you know, we'll have an ad later in the show that we recorded for it is that it's all curated. So it's, there's such a love put behind the movies. Um, and I think that's, that's what, that what hits me the most with it, right. Is that it's something that you could tell that there's like a personal human touch behind it. Absolutely. For, for me, it's, it's more of like those films that, they're internationally acclaimed, but you can never find them because they're so like particular or specific. Movie has it. Movie has all those films, and it's like almost going to TIFF every single day. It's weird. Right. Like I, and truthfully, I I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fantastic service. No, it, it absolutely is. You're, you guys are absolutely right. And again, the movie we're talking about today is Armageddon Time. It will be available in theaters October 28th and in Canada, November 4th. Anthony, do you want to hit us with the synopsis for Armageddon Time? From acclaimed filmmaker James Gray, Armageddon Time is a deeply personal story on the strength of family, the complexity of friendship, and the generational pursuit of the American dream. 
Thank you for that. And Armageddon Time is starring Anthony Hopkins, Anne Hathaway, and Jeremy Strong. So it's a great cast, an amazing cast, directed by James Gray, who I last saw direct Ad Astra. I believe, Daniel, that was your last film with him as well? Yeah, so I saw Ad Astra, and then before that, I saw The Lost City of... um of, uh, Z. of Z. That was the big one. That was uh, for me. Lost City of Z and Ad Astra, which, you know, we have a, a review from of Ad Astra from years ago on the movie podcast now that Shay, you and I absolutely loved the film. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Anthony, what about yourself? Um, I definitely watched uh, The Lost City of Z, which was a really great film, especially that ending was super strange and weird but um at astra also being i didn't watch it in theaters i watched it at home but it was visually it was stunning like just being out in space um getting these planets and and seeing that world uh, james gray did a fantastic job telling it there was a little bit of an issue with the story of it mm-hmm. but other than that i i actually enjoyed my time with at astra just visually for it that's awesome okay well Daniel, you want to give us your first reactions to Armageddon Time? Yeah, you know, Armageddon Time is a very, you know, it's very different from Ad Astra. You know, you have Ad Astra that dealt with a lot of, you know, larger, uh, like it took place in space for the majority of the film. But also when you got down to the root of it, it was a a relationship between a father and a son and a father's pursuit of his father's love, you know, across the galaxy, right? Um, It was like a very, it was a little bit more of an abstract version of, of interstellar minus the crazy Christopher Nolan, um, you know, boundary jumping and, you know, wormholes and all that. Um, but what I really liked about Armageddon time is that, you know, you're put into perspective of, you know, this kid, Paul throughout the majority of the film. And it's, it's his movie. It's his vehicle. It's him going. It's like a coming of age story dealing with, you know, his parents, his, his father played by Jeremy strong. And then Anne Hathaway's his mom. Um, and you have Anthony Hopkins as his grandfather who, I think for the very few scenes that he has in this movie, I think he does steal every scene that he he's in. And of course he does because he's Anthony Hopkins, but I really love the relationship between Paul um, and his grandfather in this film, because I think, you know, as a kid, you really see the world differently than everyone else. And you have that innocence to you that you're, you're dealing with the world around you. You know, this, this film's taking place in the, in the seventies. So you're dealing with a lot of different racial issues that are happening. um, And, this kid is, you know, he's seeing it, what's happening in the world, but he's also not affected by it or in the eighties. Sorry, Anthony, thank you for correcting me. Um, you, like this, this world is happening around him, but he's not immediately like directly affected by it. It's not really until you see his, fa- his, his parents go through some struggles, you know, and you see his grandfather go through a struggle that I think his world starts to open up a little bit more. And he befriends uh, a kid in school who both of them are, are considered like the class clowns and the troublemakers. And I think b- because his friend, his friend in, in the classroom is black, he's opening up his, you know, his world to a perspective that I don't think he's normally seen. And I think that's where this movie is at its best. It's when it's when it's focusing on the friendship between these two these two kids going through like their days together, uh, field trips at school, you know, getting in trouble together. I really like that a lot. Where I feel this movie starts to you know kind of come a little bit undone is when we are seeing more of the family dynamic. You know, Anne Hathaway and Jeremy Strong—they're always great in everything that they do. In this film, I found that they're used very sparingly and i feel like Anne hathaway you know towards the end just kind of disappears is something that i remember us talking about um but jeremy strong is interesting because he's very stoic in this he's playing like 
he's playing a very like stern and stoic father who also is you know loving and then he'll be abusive and i and i found just the the balance of that just to be a little off throughout the movie because that not that I'm expecting him to be abusive throughout the entire film. I just think the way the film was edited together, it'd be like immediately back to back. You'll have, you know, Jeremy strong being loving. And then the next scene is him breaking the door down to get to his son. So I think this movie tonally struggles a little bit that way for me. Uh, But other than that, I think the parts that really hit me the most um, and the parts that shined for this movie were, you know, the two young stars and then obviously Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think the, the, the tonal, atmosphere in this film kind of goes all over the place at some points because you know at, at a movie that's just under two hours long you feel almost every minute of this movie kind of going by this episode of the movie podcast is brought to you by movie a curated streaming service showing exceptional films from around the globe every day movie premieres a new film from iconic directors to emerging auteurs there is always something new to discover with movie each and every film is hand selected it's like your own personal film festival streaming anytime anywhere daniel do you know what the number one problem in the world is today i don't but i think you're going to tell me not being able to find a movie to watch i'll be honest i don't think that is the greatest issue the world is facing right now. well i don't have a solution do you i actually do have a solution for this movie is the ultimate place to discover a world of cinema at your fingertips from timeless classics award-winning masterpieces and festival fresh gems do you know what my favorite type of films are though movies about small dogs yes of course i obviously movies about small dogs but also films about films i love watching a movie that has to do with a movie so you're talking about films like los angeles plays itself pain and glory and the actress i love all of those well then you're in luck because every day movie presents a new film each one thoughtfully handpicked by their team of curators and they're making playlists like films about about films. Well, I'm sold. But this was your idea. You can try movie free for 30 days at movie.com slash the movie podcast. That's M-U-B-I dot com slash the movie podcast for a whole month of great cinema for free. And now back to the show. Anthony, let me get to your first reactions on Armageddon Time first. Yeah, this this movie reminds me a lot of Empire of Light. Like it's a story that really connects with the director's childhood, in this case, James Gray's, because I think it's it's based on his life growing up. And he wants you to really connect with this, this singular story that's happened to him in the 80s. Um, but you're just trying to really find that connection. And it's it might be there for some people. Some people will relate to it. And then some people will just see like, this is a well-made film, but that story I couldn't connect with. I just couldn't understand why I need to care about his, this, this personal story that he's, he's telling. Um, there are great performances, Anthony Hopkins being one of them. Um, Jeremy Strong, I've, you know, we've, we've seen him grow as a, as an actor and he, he showcases his talents here. Um, but Daniel's right. Like there are points where he plays, he's on the line of being this stoic father, this great, dad but then also being this like menace to his kids at points where it's almost right. super scary um and hathaway fantastic but you have all these great actors and characters but i feel like there's not a lot for them to do um yeah because it really focuses on paul if focuses on him as a kid and truthfully if this is really based on james gray as a kid he was a, a freaking asshole as a kid because there, <laughs> there are points in this story i'm just like 
man, I would, I would beat you. Yeah. Uh, Damn, but, uh, dude. Yeah. But it, kids, you know, kids will be kids, right? Like it's that age where kids are always trying to push the line, see how much they could get away with. Right. Yeah. And it's also taking place during like, like I said, the eighties. So Ronald Reagan's being elected to presidency and the family's worried about, um, nuclear holocaust and it's just like there's that i guess that was happening during that time um also the the family is also jewish so they're dealing with being in a certain stage of their life and trying to figure out um where their kids want to go and how their kids are going to be seen in the future right a lot of Mm -hmm. it is um what is my kid gonna do what is he gonna do with the rest of his life and that's what this story really focuses and puts a lot of pressure on James because he is an artistic kid. He's drawing, he's doing that stuff, but you know, the family doesn't see that. And I think even for me, I guess I, I related to that in a sense where I come from a creative background, but you know, the family wants me to do other things and be a lawyer or a doctor or things that don't interest me. And I, I, I could clearly see things like that being relatable. But other than that, I just felt like, what did the director want me to take away from this story? What did he want me to, right. to gain from it? Um, but yeah, there, there, there are really funny moments. Uh, there are really sad moments, really frightening moments, but it's, like I said, it's a well-made movie, but you're just wondering, is this something I need to really go to the theaters to watch? Yeah. I think that's kind of, you know, where I am with the whole process of the movie as well, where I kept watching it and I'm like, well, where is this going? I know that I'm kind of getting a day in the life or really like this life of this kid, Paul Graff, but, but what parts am I supposed to take away from it? His relationship with his grandfather, which I thought again was really touching because again, that's Anthony Hopkins. He's going to give you performance. And I saw myself there. I saw myself and how I am with my grandfather. And that really, that, that connection piece was there, but then you have moments in this film where all of a sudden we're inside, you know, the school and Jessica Chastain's in it and she's playing one of the Trumps. And then you have Fred Trump. And then you're kind of like, well, what is this? What's going on? Why do you have the Trumps in this movie? What like I know this such a random cameo too, right? Very random. So so late in the game too. I don't know what what impact it was supposed to have, how like it what it was supposed to do for me, but I was like, sure, that happened. And then the whole film, there's there's moments where these big, at least consequential moments are supposed to happen with these characters. Like they skip school and they're skipping school like in like New York City, or they're going out doing this. And then nothing really kind of comes from it. And even when a consequence does start to happen, it's either just kind of pushed away. So you never feel conflict in the movie, which is why when you guys mentioned Jeremy Strong's sudden reactions, his overreactions to something happening, it's like, well, the setup wasn't there. Like, I'm sure dads are like this like if i look back to like how my grandfather was with my mom and and, you know them he was loving he was stoic but i when he got angry he got angry like you you you, like that was the thing back in the day but with jeremy strong's character it was so random it felt like we were missing a couple scenes to build that kind of pressure up there and then when you see that you have a movie that you know kind of is a flat line but it has chunks missing out of it that could have really enhance the story that would have pushed it over the two hour mark. And I don't know if it would have saved the pacing of the film. If you did add that much more to the movie, and I think that's kind of where I'm at with it. When I walked out of this movie, I just felt a bit apathetic. I was like, okay, great performances, beautifully shot, but I don't know if I'm going to really, it's not going to stick with me. Yeah. You know, I, I like that you said it's a bit of, it's a bit of a flat line. Um, and I think that 
really is with this movie is, you know, this movie kind of starts right in the middle and it kind of just rides that wave and we'll have little, little peaks and valleys throughout, but it's kind of just going and going and going. And then the movie just kind of abruptly ends. And I think the ending is what really upset me the most about this film is that it felt like such a, okay, you know, you know, I guess it's just another day in the life with this kid. And it's like, I think, I wish this movie was trying to say something more again, not to take away from the experiences and the events that happened in this movie, but it felt so just a little lackluster. Again, I wasn't looking for some giant extravagant life changing event to happen to this kid, but I also was just waiting for something that like, okay, this just feels like an everyday experience of a family living in this time. And I wish that it was trying to say something more or the things that it did introduce it really explored these ideals. I wish it explored, you know, the racism and the racial issues going on in that time. Because if you're going to have uh, his character being a, a, a black character in this film and not address anything further, what's going on with this kid and, you know, just kind of leave it hanging. You're like, well, okay, then why, why are you including this character? If you're not going to do anything with it? Also the, the, again, it's a weird thing to, to pick at, but man, the title of this movie is really weird. Like the, uh, not, not the Armageddon time. Like it's fine, but I mean like the actual, like the, the graffiti logo they used <laughs> they for it was very, very off like like just very off from the rest of the tone of the film sorry yeah, it's Anthony, very graffiti-esque when it came in yeah but yeah, Anthony, yeah go it, ahead. it doesn't even match the poster font and i know that's something yeah. nitpicking but it's just like continuity and consistency from your your projects you, you want to make it the same it, it has like this graffiti look and i just felt like okay he's going for this urban feel but then it doesn't he doesn't go and, that, and that's the thing he doesn't do anything with what we are given um we are given storylines where his he's friends with this with his black kid, and we don't get to see his story. We don't get to see the story with his no. grandmother or why he was living on the streets or why he wanted to go to Florida. We know he wanted to become like this NASA astronaut, but there was there was never focus on him. So you include him and then you kind of discard him at the end, which I don't know if that was planned or it just felt like, man, there was there's so much. Yeah, it's more like, to oh, give. hey, feel bad for this kid, but yeah. you know, you're going to continue with your own life, which is a weird message that you know I think we all kind of felt leaving the film, where it's like, hold on, like, why, you know, what was the purpose of this character if not just to feel bad for him throughout this entire film, which is right. strange because you're not giving him, you know, the platform or a voice to you know to look at these issues. It's a, it was a very interesting uh, choice to make for that. There's also it's like when there movies was a- just sorry, go ahead. I just want to say there was also like there's a lot of um, foreshadowing of things about to happen that never do happen. And it's I don't know if you got that. Like it felt like, okay, mm-hmm. he's going to lead to something like he's going to go to something. And it's just like, no, no, this, that, this, is, this is the movie just ends and that's it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I thought I was expecting something more, something grander, something like even if he cut to him being the director at this point in his life, making a story about this kid. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, something. Definitely. Yeah. There was, there's this weird, like whole racism is bad kind of vibe going on with the movie. And it's like, yeah, I think we know that. I think racism is not good. Why? But, but why are you just kind of saying it and like giving us these very cookie cutter visuals of it all? explore the topic further i mean you have a jewish family and you have a black kid and they're clearly from both different sides of the world because the the whole film is about you know paul graf is really well off while the kid giant davis is not and 
you you explore that very lightly and you think that like anthony mentioned the foreshadowing you think something bigger is going to come out of it and then it just doesn't and then it just kind of feels like yeah. okay so we're building up to nothing and that is a consistent theme in this film is building up to nothing and it it, it that's that's kind of why when you just leave this film you're like well i watched it it looked nice but that's all it has for me uh yeah if there's anything else that you guys want to add go ahead or we can jump to our final recommendations let's jump let's jump and for those on youtube i just jumped <laughs> over to the final recommendation God. i'm like oh no shay's falling uh, uh, <laughs> daniel we'll start off with you what are your final recommendations for armageddon time you know this film has some great performances in it you know from the from its two young leads, I think um, are really what are going to stand out to me as well as Anthony Hopkins. Um, but I really do wish that it explored the themes that it introduced a lot more. I think Shay said it best that this movie is, you know, a flat line throughout, and it's going to leave you wanting a lot more. So for myself, um, I, I did enjoy, you know, a good chunk or the, the the pieces of this movie. I would say add it to your queue. It's not something you have to get to right away, um, but it's definitely worth checking out later on down the road. Uh, but yeah. Add it to your queue. Awesome. Anthony, what about yourself? I'm also going to be adding it to my queue. I think the performances are fantastic, but it's not enough to really get you connected to this story. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to see Skip It. I, As much as you know, the visuals are great, the story was somewhat good at points. It, it's something that I'd ever revisit or have someone say like, okay, go and watch this at this point because there wasn't much there for me. But if you do want to check out Armageddon Time, it will be available in theaters October 28th and in Canada, November 4th. Uh, again, directed by James Gray and have, has a great cast. Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, if there's anything else you guys want to say, I'm going to end the show now. So, like, is that it? You guys are good? No, I would just say, you know, we had an amazing main episode return this week. So definitely go listen to that episode. You know, we talk about, you know, we're all playing God of War Ragnarok right now. We could give you our impressions of it. Henry Cavill's returned, you know, to DC. And, you know, there's it's it was nice. It was awesome being back. And then we have another really great interview, too, that we dropped this week for Pray for the Devil. So if you're looking for some spooky Pray content. Pray for the Devil. We got you. So does I, the devil. I also heard that we're going to be having some new interviews soon, but we, we can't say what it is yet. You know, you know, Shay, uh, having a highly successful podcast like ours, you know, these celebrities are just begging us all the time. Hey, guys, let me come on the show. <laughs> please. You know, please. <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves, you know, Leo, all these guys, just like George Clooney's like, can I come on? Like, George, we'll see if we have George, time for you. Okay? We don't have time. Like, George, we yeah. have to move on. <laughs> You're in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week because we have reviews and interviews these secret interviews coming out soon so keep your ears to the pavement is that what they say or in your headphones keep your ears in your headphones oh god yeah uh, but also make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok letterbox and you can review us on apple Podcasts and on spotify we like five stars so if you could leave us five stars it costs you zero dollars something else that costs zero dollars is our sponsor of the show movie movie.com slash the movie podcast gives you 30 days free of amazing content movies that you're just like i've heard about this people have been telling me to watch it now i have no excuse to not watch this movie and as we're leading up into sp the spookiest day of the year november 1st uh no i'm kidding october 31st <laughs> there's some great horror movies on there that will really scare the 
Armageddon out of you. <laughs> yeah. Again, that was this time of the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. We'll be right back.